Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. So we're joined this morning by the man who steadfastly denies the fact that he is Rihanna's baby dad. Oh, Brandon. He, <laughs> he's the man known as Dr. Feelgood. <laughs> he's the one that makes you feel. He's going to be your Frankenstein. Dr. Shane's Bites. Dr. Shane's Bites! Dr. Shane's Dr. Feelgood, he's the dean of the NYIT College of Osteopathic Medicine in Arkansas State. That may be the best one you've ever done. <laughs> ever. That is not your baby, he's right? He's speechless. <laughs> so, so no joke, no joke. We're watching the halftime show, right? Yeah. Like millions of other people. And my wife turns to me and says, is she pregnant? Uh huh. I'm like, I don't have any idea. <laughs> so Leslie says the same thing, and we started Googling to see when uh-huh. she had her baby. And Me like, too. We, did you do that too? The same thing, and it was like, well, it wasn't like a year ago, and so it's like, okay, there's no way that's leftover baby baby fat. There's no way. Well, right. and I thought if it was, I was like, good for her for showing what <laughs> actually happens to people. And then, you know, of course, all the stuff came out where she's pregnant. But well, yeah, but it looked like it was a little bit too firm, right? Like, didn't yep, it look a little yep. too firm? She had on that bodice thing. The what? It was yeah. like a bodice, like a like a bustier type deal made for a pregnant woman. Oh, I didn't realize that's what that was called, a mm. bodice. All right, so he's the dean of the NYIT College of Osteopathic <laughs> Medicine, Dr. Shane Spites. Uh, you feeling all right this morning? I am. I am. I'm good. I was asking. I'm curious. I'm sure a lot of your listeners had a lot of chocolate yesterday. Mm-hmm. thought we might give a little update on the... Medical evidence and data out there about chocolate oh, that no. come up every so often. No, I'd love to talk about that because so many of us had, you know, different chocolate things throughout the day. Maybe chocolate right before bed. And for me this morning, maybe a little bit of chocolate for breakfast with coffee. <laughs> Is that a bad idea for insulin levels and like starting yeah. the day with sugar like that and all that? Yeah, you do. You want to be mindful. Now, let's, let's go ahead and talk about that. That's a that's a good piece there. You want to be mindful of the amount of sugars that you take in just daily, because every time you take in more sugars, and this is really, for those that don't know, this is kind of where the biggest culprit on type 2 diabetes, you start taking in so much sugar so regularly, and sometimes there's sugars and things you don't even know that are in there. Like You start reading labels, you're like, I had no idea there was, there was all these sugars in here. Mm-hmm. You know, your body has to respond to that, because sugar isn't taken into the cells just naturally. We have to use insulin. So insulin is something that our body creates, and we take it up. And so you take a lot of sugar in, you got to create a lot of insulin. Well, over time, you can kind of wear things out in your body. And so your pancreas that creates insulin can actually get worn out. Um, and that's kind of where type 2 diabetes starts to kind of give us trouble. Trouble is really that we take in so many sugars, and we've got there's all kinds of data on our poor diet here in the United States. Um, and that's one of the, the culprits of the reasons why we have a rise in type 2 diabetes. Let me ask you this, because it's interesting you bring this up. My wife went for her checkup a couple of weeks ago, and they told her, hey, you know, just be a little more mindful of what you're eating. You know, you could be pre-diabetic. She came home mm-hmm. freaking out about that because, you know, like typically we we most of the time we were fairly active. Um, you know, we don't eat perfect like most people. But, you know, um, what do you think about a situation like that where you, where you take somebody who's, you know, mid-30s, relatively healthy, what you would think is relatively healthy, and then you hear pre-diabetic? What causes that? 
So that that well, first of all, usually, and they, there's usually some blood work to back that up, or yep. talk, there's some family history, there's some things going on there. They look, you want to be be careful of this. Um, it may be that there was something they saw in some of her chemistry uh, lab work or things like that. It's like, look, you're kind of you know leaning in this direction or what have you. So, it, so it's hard to tell exactly, but the key point is, and and um, our physician was spot on. In the 30s or so, that's the time to go. To, I mean, you know, the earlier the better in terms of correcting or making sure that you've got a good diet, make sure you've got good activity, make sure you get good sleep. Because what happens is, is it's, you know, poor diets and no activity that goes on for decades. Then all of a sudden you wake up in your, you know, 50s, 60s, and 70s and you're like, what happened? Well, it's because of all this stuff that you, you really didn't do or didn't do the way you're supposed to, you know, the prior 30 years. So this is the prime time to, I mean, your body is an amazing thing and it can turn around and it can change and, and it can adapt to new things. It's just, it really, truly is amazing. We find that out in more and more research, but the diet itself absolutely is critical now. So now in your thirties, for sure, um, you know, twenties, I mean, it's always important, but uh, the earlier, the better in terms of changing your diet around um, and reducing the risk of chronic disease, which again, you've heard me say this before, we know that between 75 the 85% of all the diseases that we manage as doctors mm-hmm. are preventable, which is crazy. And that includes um, heart disease, diabetes, high blood pressure, and even some forms of cancer. Well, and a lot of that comes back to healthy weight, right? Oh, absolutely. No, absolutely. Um, and, and that's a combination. You know, we talk about, you know, maintaining, we talk a lot about maintaining proper weight, and we talk about how it's really, um, we, we, in, medical, in medicine, we kind of call it a four-legged stool. Basically, you have to have all legs of the stool. The stool doesn't work, and that, that includes diet, activity, your sleep hygiene, and mental wellness, and, some, and your mental health, which is such a, a big deal now. People, we found a lot out over COVID and the anxiety and depression, things like that, that, that occurred over that. So that's kind of in the forefront now. But, um, but in terms of the, um, the diet that you're taking or the diet you partake in, mm-hmm. Um, I'm a huge fan, and again, the data backs it up, is the Mediterranean diet. And you can Google that. Your listeners can go on online, just Google Mediterranean diet, and you'll see it's a whole host of things. It's if not going to be this restricted diet that you think it is, but there's a, there, that, that is hands down the best evidence in terms of the healthiest diet out there. If somebody's pre-diabetic like my wife, or the, and that's what she was told, what do you cut out? Is, there, is it cut out something? Is it add more of this to your diet? How do you handle that? So the first thing is, and I've, and I've always said this as well, it's got to be sustainable. Mm-hmm. It's got to be sustainable. So it can't be one of those things where she goes on all of a sudden, okay, that's it. I'm not ever having anything with sugar anymore. I'm right. not, you know, I'm cutting, you know, something that she can live with the rest of her life. And it's really not, it shouldn't be that hard. It's probably just going to be a few things. And it's going to be a compliment. It's going to be uh, reducing, obviously, complex sugars and carbohydrates that she's taking in, it's going to be um, activity. So it's going to be coupled with activity. So maybe that we're, we're getting a few more steps in each day uh, or we're making sure that we're getting our recommended 30 minutes a day of regular exercise or 150 minutes a week. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the recommended allowance uh, in terms of maintaining just average health, to be honest with you. Um, and that coupled with looking at how many calories we're taking in and the types of calories. And so we talk about carbohydrates or complex sugars, you know, and, it really kind of boils down to, I think if she starts looking at labels, mm-hmm. I think she'd be surprised how many things have sugar in them, things that don't even taste sweet. It's like we sugar things that we don't need to. Um, 
I think she'd be amazed at, at how many grams of sugar and things that you, that you wouldn't expect to be. Do you have any type of example of something that none of us would consider a sugary food that actually has sugar in it? You want him to ruin our day, don't you? Well, I just want to know, like, what is it? Is it, is it like potatoes or what? Well, no, potatoes are starch, but like, um, even like canned foods and things. I tell you what, how about I'll just, I'm going to walk to my pantry. How okay. about that? Okay. Um, I walk, I walk to my pantry and I'll pull some stuff out and I'll just say like, even things like, I mean, common cereals that you might eat that you didn't eat. And you typically say, oh yeah, I'll just, I'll put some sugar on my, you know. Grape nuts. Cheerios or my, <laughs> my Chex Mix or my, no, whatever it is. Um, so let's see here. This is a brand new segment. It's called In the Pantry with Dr. Shane Spice. <laughs> four grams, yeah, yeah, four grams of sugar in my corn checks. Really? Okay. So, okay. It, yeah, and there's no, I mean, those don't taste sweet on their own. Let's see, my wife's gonna. And this is per serving, me. though. This isn't for in the whole thing. It's per. It's per that's serving. That's correct. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. It's per serving. Uh, eight grams in life cereal. So eight grams of sugar in, in life. life cereal. <laughs> eight grams in life. Let's see what's. Um, only two grams in regular Cheerios. Okay. But I mean, yeah, regular Cheerios, disgusting. they don't taste sweet. Yeah, and people sweeten them here, up. What are we? Huh? People sweeten up regular Cheerios. That's, that's exactly right. Here, yeah. there's, sugar, there's sugar in my can of navy beans. What? Right navy okay. beans, yes. navy beans. Meatloaf sandwich. Oh, my gosh. Do you know that? Yeah. <laughs> Adam Sandler? Navy Sorry. Beans. Just yeah, comes oh out. Oh, my gosh. Sloppy Joe. Meatloaf sandwich. <laughs> um, you know what I love about you, Shane, uh, is it's so random. We can say anything, and you pretty much know something about everything. Uh, Even Adam Sandler songs. Yes. <laughs> Adam Sandler's a favorite. What else has she got here in the in the pantry? Let's see. Whole almonds. Now, don't pull anything uh, yeah. out. Your wife's going to be embarrassed about. In these, yeah, I know. She's going to be going through Woody. Whole natural almonds. There's a gram of sugar in that. Like, I promise you, if you huh. start reading um, if you start reading labels, you would be amazed at how many sugars. And so I think that's the start is to is to uh, look at that. I'm looking Awareness. At hey, sugar and wine. Is it bad, sugar and wine? Oh. Sugar and wine. I'm just thinking, like, is there a lot of sugar in, in a glass this, of wine? This is a lot of. I mean, they're, they're, they're absolutely they're absolutely carbohydrates in wine, and so I think it depends on how much you're talking. Yeah. What about three bottles? That the kind that the kind that three you bottles is a like, lot. There's three sugar. bottles is a lot. You just yeah. said three bottles. If you only drink three bottles a night, is that too much? Sugar? Jeez, you have another issue. <laughs> sugar. Yeah. Here we go. Sugar in tomato sauce. Uh. Uh-uh. Anyway, there's just. Yeah, yeah seriously. Crazy. So I, I think you'd be amazed, and and, and I mean, by this obviously, just go into your pantry, or just, I mean, just look, and you'll you'll be amazed at how much sugar is in different things um, that you wouldn't think are there, and it's just added, obviously, to a lot of our a lot of our foods. But on the you mentioned the chocolate piece. Yeah, go back to that. Yeah. Um, you know, well, 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 on the chocolate piece, um, you know, we thought for a while that that there were some parts of chocolate that are healthy for you, that are good for your heart, and we talked about dark chocolate. So real quickly, milk chocolate, as it as is named, has a lot more milk in it. Okay, has a lot more, and so it has less of the coca in it. The coca has flavonoids. Those are the protective pieces in terms of your heart, in terms of um, reducing the risk of heart attacks. Hmm. So that's why they say dark chocolate because dark chocolate has a higher amount of coca. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of just the take home message there. Yes, there is some evidence. It's about a ten percent reduction of. Um, of cardiovascular disease, eating re- regularly eating dark chocolate or high coca-containing um, uh, chocolates, which would be again the darker ones. Um, and there is a 
Um, there is an association. Actually, I had to, this, was a, this was a conversation today at breakfast, too. My wife said, hey, what's the, the latest information on chocolate and acne? Because um, remember, that was a big thing when you were growing up. You're like, ah, you're going to get pimples. You're eating all that chocolate. You're like, yep. yeah, whatever, Mom. Um, <laughs> and sure enough, there for some people, that absolutely was true. Well, the data's mixed. But I will say this. The last study, uh, the most recent study that's out about that, does show a relationship with eating specifically milk chocolate and uh, increased amount of, of blackheads or, um, mm. or acne. Um, um, and so that, there is a relationship there. Part of it has to do with the fat in the uh, chocolate. Uh, part of it has to do with even the, the chocolate itself seems to be a little inflammatory in terms of creating an inflammatory response, which, which can set you up to have pimples as well. So there is some evidence. Now, it's not conclusive, but there's like three or four different pathways when we look at what chocolate can do to, to create acne or to mm-hmm. cause acne. And it absolutely is plausible based on the data that we have now. I haven't thought about that in years, but I remember hearing that from like my grandmother when mm-hmm. I was a teenager. That's wild. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So finally, I mean, it's taken a while to actually get, as you might imagine, some of that data is hard to get. But um, like I said, most recently, that's the information that's come out is, yes, there is absolutely um, reasons to think that chocolate can can cause or worse acne. So, you mentioned dark well, chocolate. Is it okay so. for me to grab like a, a Milky Way Midnight? Because there's dark chocolate in there, but there's tons of other stuff. Because there's dark chocolate in it. It's good. Is there's that a, a better ton option? of other stuff. And, and, and hang on a second. As I'm walking through my house again, I'll grab the Milky Way Midnight. You don't have it. You don't have it. I love it. it so much. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, we oh are spirit God. animals yes. right now. Guilty sin. All right. All right. All right, Brandon. Oh, so no. here's, the, here's the bad news for us. What is it? Well, I've got so per serving. Like four what is pieces. It? I was going to say a fourth of the candy bar. <laughs> exactly. These are the minis, too, by the way. Mm, oh, uh, no. This is even worse. 40 milligrams of sodium, 20 milligrams of or 20 grams of sugar. Mm. Oh, my. In those little ones? Yeah. Yeah, the little ones. The little And there's this, the, there's chocolate, yeah, processed chocolate, alcohol, chocolate coca, or okay. chocolate coca butter, milk or fat soy, lecithin. There's natural flavor in there. Corn syrup, palm oil. Yeah, these aren't great for you. Yeah. Gosh, I like them though. No. Um, well, the thing is, is like you know, maybe you just need one of those little minis. It's not really about the size of the candy bar, is it? It, it okay. is it is it really about the size? I don't think it is. Okay. I don't either. I don't think so either. I think you know. Sometimes that's all you need is just that small amount. Could you could you drop off some some Milky Way I, I will, Midnights for me? I, I, I'm going. I've actually. You know what, Brandon? She bought me two bags for no. Valentine's Day. And I will drop off a bag for you on my way to the clinic. Oh, Done. this is the greatest yes. day ever. He's trying to make me pre-diabetic as well. <laughs> <laughs> so I got. Hey, look, I got to keep business going. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. He is the dean of the I'm NYIT. Gonna, I'm going to give you these Milky Way minis, and I'm going to see you in clinic next week. There you go. There you <laughs> go. Y'all, he's the dean of the NYIT College of Osteopathic Medicine at Arkansas State. He is Dr. Shane Spites, Dr. Feelgood. Hey, thanks for talking to us, and we'll chat with you again next week, okay? All right, you guys have a great week. Right, Be safe. <laughs> this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club, and it's powered by Families, Inc. <laughs> and for breakfast, we have Milky Way. <laughs> Midnight. <laughs>